Switching to Geico is a good idea, especially when you consider everything. First off, Geico makes it easy to switch. They have licensed agents available 24-7 online or over the phone. But if it's so easy, you might start thinking everything is easy, even big wave surfing. And it's not. It's actually quite difficult. Well, if you switch to Geico, you could save hundreds on car insurance. And you could keep saving by bundling your motorcycle, boat, and RV, plus your home or renter's insurance. But saving money might lead you to make some questionable purchases, like a 20-foot feather boa. And do you know how hard it is to clean a 20-foot feather boa? Well, they do have an industry-leading mobile app you can use to pay your bill, file and manage a claim, or add a new driver. But when life gets a little easier, it makes you too confident. And you start calling everyone ace. And you're better than that. Well, Geico has a 97% customer satisfaction rating and has been saving people money for 85 years. It's hard to beat that. But you're right. Switch to Geico. It's obviously a good idea. Hey, What the Suck family. As you may have noticed, we recently switched to Anchor for our podcast hosting needs. That's right. We were using another site that had us paying 20 bucks a month for services such as unlimited uploading, unlimited hosting, and distribution. Anchor will distribute your podcast to Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, and many more, and they do it all for free. They make it super easy to create and start your podcast directly from their site. You can record and edit directly on the Anchor website or app directly from your phone. It's your one-stop shop for everything you need to create your own show. They will even help you find sponsors to fund your project. Just go to anchor.fm and get started today. There really is no easier way to do it. Trick or treat, motherfuckers, and welcome to What the Suck Podcast Halloween Special 2019. Welcome to the Suck! <laughs> I am Count James. I am Count Chris, and welcome to the shittiest uh, movie you'll ever see in your life. <laughs> Oh, not counting the movie we just saw in our finale. Go go listen to that. It was a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, for the Halloween special, we wanted to do something a bit appropriate, something that, um, you know, is is a movie about Halloween. Well, maybe not about Halloween, but takes place on Halloween. And yes, and it was actually very tactfully and perfectly timed. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, suggested to us by our good friend nikki yep she's our uh one of our listeners and this is our first uh listener request as a matter of fact if you hadn't seen it scroll back on our social media and listen to her little review of it too yes it is uh quaint and funny yeah i like it yeah check it out it's very very cool thank you girl appreciate you um so we'll do other listener reviews later on again just send us your requests and we'll uh take a look at them uh, this one actually, uh, it's not just doesn't take place on Halloween, but the name of the movie itself uh, kind of encapsulates Halloween. Yes. What we are doing today is 2005 American horror film, Boo! Boo, motherfucker, boo! That's right. Just boo. You my boo. Uh, boo, not, boo. To be, not to be confused with Boo 1932. Or? Or... Boo, Medea Halloween. Yeah. Of course, when it does say boo and it says Medea Halloween, but this is just... Just boo. Plain fucking boo. Plain old boo. One boo. One single boo. B-double-O. Boo. That's it. And uh, Nikki did warn us uh, in advance that this would be an interesting piece of shit for, for certain. I'm looking forward and to it. And she was looking forward to how we shred this motherfucker. So, All right. let's get to it. It is directed by Anthony C. Ferrante. Mm-hmm. See if I can, you know, do good with the credits this time. Last time I had a ball. I'm so far, you. you're doing good. Produced by David Allen, Sherry Bryant, Harmon Coslow, Brian Patrick O'Toole. Written by Anthony Ferrante. Uh oh, written, produced, uh, written, directed. That's never a good. That's combo. never a good combo. That means he couldn't get anybody else to put his shit together. Yeah. Starring Trish Corin, M. Stephen Felty, <laughs> Felty, Jillian <laughs> Van Over, Nicole Rayburn, Josh Holt, 
Michael Schmuck. <laughs> Sam it's Luck. Sam Luck, Schmuck, same difference. Rachel Melvin. That name sounds familiar. I almost said Familic again. Don't, don't be saying Familic again. I don't know why. And I love this next one. Dig Wayne. Dig Wayne. That's a cool Just name, dig. man. Dig, dig Wayne, you, man. You dig what I'm saying? Dig Wayne. Dig Wayne. I dig Wayne. And then this last name, Happy Mahaney. What the fuck? Is that a porn name? I don't know. Okay, hang on. Pause. I, I got to look at this up real quick. Pause. I got to see what the hell Happy Mahaney looks like. Yeah. Oh, it's a dude. Oh, God. Oh, my God. 78. He's... 1978. Yeah, okay. Sorry, I'm sorry. He was you born in 78, and they called him, his name is Happy. Yeah. What is, what is, what does Dig Wayne look like? Let's see. Dig Wayne. I Dig Wayne. Hey, Wayne. Oh, yeah, he's a cool looking motherfucker. All yep. right. Yeah. Smooth pimp. Yep. Born in, <laughs> born in 58. Yeah, he's now cool. That, all right. Well, music is by Alan Holworth nice. and, Carrie, and Carrie James. Uh-huh. Cinematography by Carl Bartels. Uh-huh. Edited by Chris Conley. Production company is Kiss My Ass Entertainment Group. <laughs> it's close enough. Kiss, close enough. Kiss Met. You know, we don't want to diss them. We don't know what this movie's all about. Haven't seen it before. And Graveyard Filmworks. I like that. Pretty appropriate. I do like that. Release date of May 13th, 2005 at the Cannes Film Festival. And I think it had a re-release in 2014, if I read Wiki correctly. I'm not no. exactly sure. No, I don't know. Uh, then again... Because I you... saw 2014 on here somewhere. Maybe it was on... Uh... You know what it was? That's what it lists as the uh, date on uh, Amazon Prime's... Uh, it sure does. Yeah, that's where it is. I don't know yep. why it says that. Uh, Who knows? Nothing's ever matched up. It's all a bunch of bullshit. No, and it's not a theatrical release, so it's not going to have... like. Like an official like actual date it came out in theaters so no where is the budget on this bad boy uh, i don't think they uh have talked about they it they didn't list they didn't the budget, budget. no nope. oh, fuck okay that's, that's never a good that's sign. never a good sign either i mean no. they spent about 35 dollars <laughs> 35 and change and that was with that was including the donuts that's right all right so now let's go over the synopsis and it's very it's brief and to the point there are rumors that a long shut down and neglected hospital, I love it already, yep. is haunted by the inhabitants that died there in a fire. Yorktown. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. Four college students are about to discover that the mist might just be true. That the mist? Or the Did mist? I say mist? I think you said mist. That's all right. We'll leave it like it is. Uh, so, shut down neglected hospital. We've uh, we've been to a few of those, James. We have been to a few of those. Which ones have we been to again? We have been to Yorktown Hospital in Yorktown, uh -huh. Texas. We have been to the old uh, South Pittsburgh Hospital That's right. in Tennessee. Tennessee. That's right. Yeah. And we've also done the Yoakum, the old Yoakum Hospital. Yes. Mm -hmm. And we've done Waverly Hills Sanitarium. That's right. That is, that is a hospital. Haunted places. That is one big motherfucking hospital, but yeah. it's, it, it's, 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 uh, it's definitely it's worth the trip. It was yeah. worth the trip. Yeah. Nice. All right. Well, <laughs> all right. Our glorious rating system is a fantastically constructed five turd pyramid. Yes, it is. So, what we do is we use shit emojis to uh, rate our movies. Uh, uh -huh. If you listened before, you guys know how it works. Yep. If it's one out of five turds, that's one you're going to keep in your queue, share it with your friends frequently, and it's so bad, it's good. So, as you can tell, the less turds, the better it is. Yes. It's a reverse Two scale. Out, yes, it is. Two out of five turds, you're going to watch it with your friends and play a drinking game or some other kind of activity to uh, enhance the experience. Then we have middle of the road, three out of five shits. Watch it with your friends. Drink extraordinarily heavy. Oh yeah, that definitely helps. These are the ones you're gonna need a little painkiller. They're not too god awful, but yeah, you're you need some there, booze though. to push it over. Yeah, you're getting there though. And then we have a four out of five turds. Starting to get to be a slippery slope here. It's getting pretty messy. That's one you want to share it once with your friends. Share it with friends you don't like, the in-laws, you know, you never know. Uh, people you want to run off, you know, it's getting late and you're sick of people and you want to get them the fuck out of your house. Put this one on. It's bad enough to run them off. They'll be gone. And then the creme de la creme, the king, the, the what is it, the... Uh, <laughs> Fico de la matter. The, the Fica de la matter, the top of the shit heap. These are the five out of five. You're going to bring this one on on special occasions. 
so bad it's bad. I don't know if you know what kind of special occasions you bring it out on, but <laughs> it'd have to be something seriously maybe fucked your, up. Well, maybe your wedding night. Now, when you're done with this one, you're going to want to remove it from your memory with some kind of mind-altering substance or my favorite, the blunt force trauma. The old bat to the forehead. That's right. Negan that motherfucker. That's right. I mean, hit yourself if you have to. I don't, you know. But, uh, yeah. yeah that's that's it. where it stands, so. Well, let's, uh, so before we get into the review, um, I just got to say, Halloween is one of my favorite times of the year. It's absolutely my favorite holiday. Is it your favorite? I, I, I am sorry to say, but it Top is. Top favorite. Uh, Christmas is a very close second. But okay. Halloween, to me, has always kicked ass. When I was a kid, I loved it. Okay. Of course, back in the day, people weren't pussies. They didn't shut their fucking lights off at 7 o'clock yeah. to run the kids off and stuff. They didn't start trick-or-treating at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. We waited till it was fucking dark. We got on our bikes, we hit three fucking subdivisions, and we came back with two pillowcases worth of shit each, and then we would sit up all night sorting our candy, eating junk food, mm-hmm. you know, my mom would make snacks and stuff, I'd have all my friends over, and we'd have these five or six giant piles of candy in the living room, everybody's going through you trading and shit, yeah, and yeah, we'd yeah. watch fucking horror movies all night. we watch, I mean, classics, shit you'll never hear on this show. No. Phantasm. Yep. The Great original movie. Ha- the original Halloween. Great movie. Yeah, I mean, you name it. Just good old shit. The old Friday the thirteenth, the first one. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You know, stuff like that. I mean, I was a little bit older when those came out, but they were still fantastic. I mean, I trick or treated till I was twelve, thirteen years old. Oh my gosh. You know, at least until you know, until I got to you know, I was looking around and everybody was like two feet shorter than me, then I stopped. But I I I trick or treated until I was about twenty five. I would still do it. I was I was twenty three years old. The girl I was dating at the time. I uh, we went hot trick or treating, and I was dressed as a cow. Fantastic. I had udders and everything. Twenty five years old. Good. Not, no shame whatsoever. There's no need to be. No shame. Now, like I said, because what it is, I changed gears because I got to the point where I love trick or treating. I like taking my kids trick or treating. My boys used to mop up. I take them all over the place. Mm-hmm. But I got to the point to where once they got older. I loved setting up my house. Yeah. I'm in between right now. I'm in a townhouse right now. Yeah. But when I get my place again, I'm probably going to do hay rides because I'm buying land. I'm probably going to do like a haunted hay ride or something. That's awesome. And stuff like that because it's going to be kick ass. I, uh, you know, but I used to, lo- I mean, it was fucking magical to me. Yeah. I would literally walk around when I was done trick-or-treating. Uh-huh. And me and my friends, once it got to be about three or four in the morning, we'd watched a couple of movies. And yep. we sorted our candy and put it in our back in our bags and mm-hmm. packed up. Bed rolls would be on the bed. We'd sneak out of the fucking house and we'd take wagons around the neighborhood yep. and jack all the jack-o'-lanterns. Yes. yes. I used to love that. And then we'd go set them up in the backyard and we'd light them all and sit there and look at them. So, I know that's kind of a weird thing, but no, it, was like, cool. it was like magical to me Actually, as a kid. reminds know? me of that scene from uh, Trick or Treat. I don't know if you yep. saw the movie. But uh, uh, speaking of which, what okay, what would you say are your top three favorite Halloween movies? Halloween, Not Halloween, that's a franchise per se but movies that you watch in october every year because your top three favorite movies to watch during the halloween season well it's cliche but john carpenter's halloween okay it's well, absolutely one of my favorites is that number That's, one number two number three i would put halloween number one as okay my number two all right i mean i'm a little out of order here but my number one movie was fucking phantasm phantasm okay jesus i don't all know right. what it was about that movie but that little silver ball and the tall man that shit's cool freaked my ass out yeah Third one was kind of a mixture of things. Uh, I would say Friday the 13th, probably. Okay. It wasn't so Halloweenish, more than it was just general horror. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I also loved uh, Halloween 3. Okay. Halloween 2 was good, too, but Halloween 3, The Season of the Witch. Yeah, yeah, Total yeah. shift of gears. It was trippy. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. What else? So Okay, so like like this, this October, uh-huh. what three movies do you have to make sure you watch? Oh, that you want to watch. Well, first of all, I'm going to watch my all-time favorite horror movie, which is? I always watch Christine. Christine, okay, all right. Yeah, that's not Halloween per se, but it's it's, it's scary though. It's a so. scary movie. Yeah. Well, I I love it. Yeah. I mean, you know, smart-ass teenagers getting waxed by a fucking possessed car. You just <laughs> yeah. can't ask for better than that. Yeah. Uh, and I'll probably watch the car. Okay. Pro- I definitely will probably watch the Halloween, and I'll probably put on Phantasm. Nice. You know, nice. I still got, I've got those movies, so I'll always watch them because it brings back the memories to me. Yeah. You know, and I miss you know my boys are all grown now, and I miss 
watching them come home and do the same thing that I did because I would let them sit up all night and watch horror movies. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what we did, too. You know, we, and go through their candy and shit. And, yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Make you know, sure you no... know, parents get 10% for gas, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that is true. Say, you don't need that Snickers, motherfucker. Give it up. But, but parents also get whatever the hell they want once the kids go to sleep. They hey, eat, son, what is all, that over there? All the candy they want when the kids go to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. How about you, Chris? What are your favorites? Oh, man. Um, I mean, The Exorcist, of course, is, is one of my favorites. Oh. Um, I love the original Howling. I love uh, American Werewolf in London. Oh. I love... Um, All fantastic. Yeah. I, I love Phantasm, of course. That's a great oh, series. Yeah. Um, Halloween, the first one. I love... I actually I actually prefer Halloween 3 over Halloween 2. Yeah. So it'd be Halloween, the first one, then Halloween 3 for me. Sweet. Um. I also love uh, the movie Trick or Treat that came out a few years ago. It was one of my favorites. Um, Tucker and Dale versus Evil is something I oh, watch geez. every now October. Was, I, you know, I could watch that movie any yeah. time of the year. It's That's fan, <laughs> it's a fantastic movie. Uh, but th- this this uh, Halloween, I'll definitely be watching um, Trick or Treat because it is Halloween themed. Yep. Be watching the first Halloween. Cool. And then the, for the other one, I'll watch, of course, is uh, Evil Dead Two. Swallow this. <laughs> Well, I, I was just gonna say, you I know love what? Evil, the Evil Dead, Dead series. The Evil Dead is pretty damn trippy. Yeah, you know, Evil, it, it's Evil Dead Two, Army of Darkness, and the Evil Dead TV series. There's just so much out amazing. there. Yeah, but the reason, like I said, for me, it's nostalgia. Yeah, if I when I watch those movies, that brings back the nostalgia for me, the phantasm and all that stuff. See, Christine was later on; it was early '80s. I wasn't really trick or treating in the '80s anymore. It was yeah. all '70s. Uh, so those old three movies were the ones I would watch mm-hmm. and scare the living bejeebles out of myself. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they were, they were great movies. Great movies. And so uh, speaking of candy, you spoke of candy earlier and checking your, your, your kids' candy. That is an old, old thing that was uh, that – or people – they say it's been around forever. Yes. You know, you, you it's, it's just known. You come in and you check for the razor blades and the chocolate. Well, you know, they had that in Halloween 3. Right. That's right, what right. was very cool. A kid come in and had that razor blade – all the way through it, between his front teeth, up through up to his lip, right up to his nose. Yeah, I mean, that was gory as fuck. But you know, I mean, and and that Halloween came out in 1982. Yeah, but that actually drew inspiration from a real case. Oh, yes. Well, because so, I did hear about that a lot of times, and they talk about needles. They put needles and stuff. They put uh, Drano and pixie sticks. Now, a, a lot a lot of that stuff is, of course, is just urban legend. Um, yes, to scare so, kids into. So, so don't if if you're hearing this, don't freak out and take your kids' candy away. No, but I mean, you parents know. always hear about this stuff all the time, though. Yep. But that was actually so. It was actually based on a real case um, that happened in 1974. Ooh. So before Halloween three, of course. Um, I was but, seven. Yeah. So uh, it happened in Huntsville, Texas, and naturally, a, why the fuck they gonna make Texas look bad? You <laughs> sorry, motherfucker. A man by the name of Ronald uh, Ronald Clark O'Brien, who was later nicknamed the man who killed Halloween. Ronald Clark, you fucking bastard! <laughs> in 1974, his his kids went out trick or treating, and when they came home, they began eating their candy. They just started eating some pixie sticks when his son. That's right. You remember that? Yep. Yeah. When his son suddenly took ill and, uh, hold on. Let's see. Okay. So here, here's the, here's the story from Wikipedia, which I know is not always true, but this is pretty much how it went. So, um, after visiting a home where the occupant failed to answer the door, the children grew impatient and ran ahead to the next home while O'Brien stayed behind. He eventually caught up with the group and produced five 21 inch pixie sticks which he would later claim were, were given to him from an occupant of the house that the door that had not answered the door. At the end of the evening, O'Brien gave each of his neighbors two children a pixie stick and one to each to Tommy and Elizabeth, his kids. Upon returning home, O'Brien gave the fifth pixie stick to a 10-year-old boy who he recognized from his church. Before bed, his son asked to eat some of the candy he collected and chose the pixie stick. And Tommy had trouble getting the can- the powdered candy out of the straw, so O'Brien told the dad helped him loosen the powder. After tasting the candy, he complained that it tasted bitter. Uh, O'Brien then gave his son some Kool-Aid to wash the taste away. He then immediately began to complain that his stomach hurt and ran to the bathroom where he began vomiting and convulsing. Uh, the father later com- claimed that he held Tommy while he was vomiting and the child went limp in his arms. The kid died on route to the hospital less than an hour after consuming the candy. Yep. Uh, 
then it was later determined that the father had actually laced the pixie sticks with potassium cyanide. Oh, God, yeah. I and, remember that, yep. And he had done it in order to claim life insurance money on his son in order to ease his own financial troubles as he was $100,000 in debt. Burn in hell, you motherfucker. Yes, and so because of that, that started the the actual legitimate Halloween candy scare, all because yeah. he killed his... Thankfully, I do then, remember kind of vaguely hearing about that, and and there was that led to a whole shitload of Halloween candy, urban legends. Yep, and some people actually would act on these things, and like they have found razor blades and apples. They and have this motherfucker you know, was so psychotic that he laced other ones and gave them to other kids in order to help cover up the fact that he, that he was killed the one his own that kid. laced that laced it. Yep, so he was willing to kill four other kids. Just to cover up the fact that he killed his son. See, and that's a shame. He was executed by lethal injection when they should have opened his maw and poured down a whole bunch of Drano yeah. and let him basically melt. To they should have. They should have made him eat the candy. See, because yeah, then I start yeah. getting pissed off because people like that just deserve to suffer. Yeah, and die, but suffer first. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Fuck yeah. Me. So all right, I just want to give a little bit of of, of Halloween history. Yeah. Um, and... Now parents use that as extortion. <laughs> I need to check your candy before you take it in your room. Dump it out here on the carpet. You're which, in a you're in a community of a thousand people. Everybody knows everybody. It's a loving community. Yeah, let's which, check the let's check the candy here. Oh, these they Snickers. Should. They, they should. should absolutely. You always want to check and make sure it hasn't been tampered with. Exactly. Safety sure tip. Not shit all kinds in there. Yeah. But you can say, hey, you know, there, there's a little dirt on this Snickers bar here. You can't have this one, son. That's that's dirty. You can't have. You can't even eat dirty candy. You know, yeah. and then you're in the room snarfing on that shit later, and the little boy comes in and catches you eating the Snickers. But sound like you got some experience there, James. Me? Yeah, you. <laughs> you had that ready to go, Daddy. I thought you said that was dirty. Uh, you know. Well, Daddy eats dirty things. I, so I'm I like okay. dirt. I said I was in the army. I ate dirt. You know. <laughs> and with that, I, I ate dirt every day, and I liked it. And with that, I didn't complain. What do you say we get to the review? Absolutely. Let's do it. Happy Halloween, fuckers. Happy Halloween, bitches. Yo. You ready for us yet? Yeah, I got some juice going and a few things rigged. This is gonna scare the piss out of them. This place is pretty creepy all on its own. Okay, girls, you can open your eyes. No, I'm not going in there. Come on, Jesse. Show me a little Halloween spirit. Welcome to Santa Mira Hospital. That's good. Why would we go explore some fake haunted house when we can come here and explore the real thing? Whoa. I'm not getting in there. Did you hear that? Uh, I heard that. Come on out. None of this is funny. I'm not joking around. Some buildings don't have a 13th floor. This place shouldn't have had a third. The doors are locked, the windows are all barred. We're stuck. Oh my god. went down two flights of stairs, right? Yeah. How come we're still on the third floor? You know all the stories about this place. The third floor where they kept all the nut jobs. There was a fire a long time ago. No one got out. What's happening?
He's got to get it out. Uh, I'm, I'm serious, dude. I was dozing. Did you Did you see me? No, I didn't see you. I was, I was busy like, trying to figure out what the fuck was going on the screen. I literally missed 10, 15 minutes of the last half because of, you know, in sections. Because I was sitting there going. <laughs> and I was like, mother. I'm glad I don't have to work till 10 tomorrow. Oh, I know. I don't have to get up till like 8 and leave the house by 9. All right, you ready? Let's do this shit. Almost. It's like this. Alright, well, hang on. Alright, whenever you're ready, man, go ahead. Is it rolling? We rolling. You got all that shit on there? Got all that shit on there. Fantastic. Okay. Nikki, 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 Nikki. What the fuck were you thinking? Well, obviously you were thinking because you picked a real gem, sweetheart. This movie, ah, uh, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> uh, I damn near had to stick my head inside my fucking drink to uh, stay awake. Son of a bitch. Let's go ahead and get started here. Uh, from the get-go, the photography's good. And the setup is good, but it does have that typical Halloween-style movie feel to it, mm-hmm. which, in a lot of cases, is good. It's nostalgic. I get it. But you're sitting here, you know, you got the eye, you got the camera on a bunch of pumpkins in a patch and all this shit, and you're like, mm-hmm. okay, I can, I can dig it, I can dig it. And then it opens up with a fucking teenager carving a fucking pumpkin. Which is typical for Halloween. Which is done... I'm just like, come on, man! Another one? It is Halloween. It is a Halloween movie, so true that. True yeah, that. I guess be... you know they got to stick to the you know they got to stick to it. And she's cutting the eyes fucking upside down in the pumpkin, so yeah. she can kiss my ass. <laughs> okay. And let me ask one question, Chris. All right, what's that, man? I'm curious. What's that? Why are kids trick or treating at what it looks like about two o'clock in the afternoon? I don't know. They started doing that a while ago. I guess time it goes ago. back to what I was saying in our intro before we started the review, you know, about how they've just completely flipped Halloween. Everything ends at like seven o'clock, eight o'clock max. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it's just, they've taken a lot of fun out of trick or treating. Well, it's because they're, that's because people are horrible and there's a lot more people out there that are looking to hurt kids and so they have to make it safer because people are fucking assholes yeah but i'm i'm beginning to think though you know like i said she's doing this i'm beginning to think it's like some kind of federal law or something that you must carve a fucking pumpkin at the beginning of every fucking halloween Halloween movie movie. yeah otherwise it's not halloween i guess not so i'll take it then we have the opening scene Uh uh-huh you know after she does she gets a knock on the door there's some child at the door um by herself yep not even with friends. In a shitty fucking costume. And there's no fucking parents. And this apparently some dill rod, which is typical, has snuck into the fucking house. Yeah. And is behind her in a creepy ass outfit. And <laughs> I think the little girl, you saw little girl actually peeks around her and sees him. He's like, oh shit. And he yeah. jumps aside. And it's almost like, are we going to get a spoof movie? Yeah. Like, what was it? Uh, scary movie? Scary movie, yeah. With the fake, you know, the... Boo, well, I mean, the scary face guy or boo face or whatever it, they call it, ghost face, kill him. Yeah, they have that whole scene where she, it's it's a ripoff of Scream where she answers the phone and somebody's like on the phone saying some shit or something. But yeah, it's a ripoff of Scream at the beginning. Yep, yeah, and then while they're doing their shit, he attacks her. Uh-huh. She backs into him. He attacks her, cuts her... Uh, it, what looks like cuts her throat. And you're right. Like, really? Already? Uh, but it turns out to be a dumbass... You know, playing a prank. Yep. And she fucking kumites his fucking ass to the ground. Kablam, slams him, and then jumps on top of him like a howl. I think it's her boyfriend, I think. I believe so. Yeah. The, the blonde dildo. The blonde fucking douchebag. Yeah. You know? Fucking dickhead. And then, and then after that, we are greeted by the, the title. shitty shitty title card that comes up the <laughs> Just, with the glittery fucking, like, letter... No worry, it'll be on the post. You'll be able to see it because yeah. I'll probably use I'll probably use that for the actual post. Yeah, it's fucking just says it says boo, but it's all glittery and fucking 
not at all fitting with the theme of the movie at all. But you also get the first glimpse of our hospital, which is called the Something Mira Hospital. La Mi- uh, Santa, uh, Santa Mira. Santa Mira. Santa Mira, yeah. which actually they filmed it at a real-life haunted hospital called the Linda Vista Hospital, which is in California. Which And, and you said earlier that it actually, when we were discussing it, it had actually been on a few episodes yep. of it's TV, been on different, TV shows. Different ghost hunting shows uh, had, have, have gone to it. So it's actual active haunted location that they filmed at which is the only good thing going for this movie yep so far and then after the i didn't say it i'm proud of myself you didn't? i've been working yeah. real hard nice keep going the a word yeah <laughs> well we start out with a uh after we get the credits we get uh dickhead number one i don't even know what his fucking name is just call him dickhead number one the dickhead everybody in the movie is a dickhead so we'll go by number so dickhead number one dickhead number one we have him breaking into the hospital with his dog with a dog you know leave the fucking dog alone there's no reason to take your dog i get you you don't have any friends but don't bring your dog (laughs) with you don't bring the fucking dog he can't do this. Well, anyway, he's going in there to set shit up. Yeah, he's... He's, he's Mr. Prankster. He's going to go in there. He turns on the juice and everything. And I guess the friends know he, they're supposed to meet there later to explore or whatever. It uh, doesn't really explain that. doesn't explain uh, anything, really. And it's total shit. And then it clicks to another scene where we get uh, inter- Superfly. Introduction to Mr. Badass himself. Dynamite yep. Jones. Dynamite Jones. And at this point in the interview, they show this... This damn TV show, and I think for the rest of this episode, I'm gonna be I'm gonna call myself Count Pimpula. Count Pimpula, that's right. Pimp. Our Arlo Ray Baines is Dynamite Jones. <laughs> Dynamite Jones. <laughs> he's he's like the uh, Blade before Blade, apparently, because he uh, his, his yeah, character. Yeah, we'll call him is Spork. A, yeah, yeah, he's like Spork. Spork. Because his character goes off fighting monsters and shit, apparently, and and he the cop he's a cop now, but back then he was a black exploitation movie star <laughs> i guess that's what they call it yep dynamite jones yep and to this point in the movie you've seen this movie a thousand times if you've seen one typical halloween or horror movie related to halloween you've seen it all up to this point yeah they're running they're running the oh yeah the uh vanilla halloween playbook you know <laughs> you're gonna say vanilla know. ice <laughs> that's, that's just it's nuts and I'm like, okay, come on. Let's do something different. Uh, so they get back in the hospital, and the guy's setting up a bunch of shit again. They get back to him, uh, setting traps, you know, running fish line to scare his friends and stuff. He's setting up a haunt, you know, the haunted house for them so they can go and have fun and stuff. And you keep hearing noises and stuff. And they commit the cardinal sin. Which is? They kill the dog. Yep. You never... Ever okay. At this point, dog. at this point, I hated this fucking movie. I said, I do not like when they kill a dog. I don't care if you slaughter every human on the on the cast. Don't kill the dog. Yep. You never kill a dog. All right. And then we have the four morons, which includes the two from the beginning scene. So dickhead Finally. two, dickhead three, dickhead two, dickhead three, bitch one, bitch two. <laughs> and then uh, yeah, because uh, what's his face is uh, Dynamite Jones is not dickhead because he's too. Super fly. So that's what we just call him. We just call him uh, Fred Fred Dreyer from this point. Fred Dreyer. Wait, hold on. Well, Fred Dreyer's a white guy, dude. No, that's Fred. Uh, no, that was the other guy. What? Wait, 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 wait. Wait a minute. This will be an edit job. Fred Dreyer was a white guy, right? Uh-uh. I spelt it, but whatever. Fred Dreyer, right? Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. yeah. Damn it. What the fuck? Who the fuck are you talking about, man? Who is the... Uh, God... There was another Fred. <laughs> okay. Fred Dreyer. He was from the fucking movie, you know, Death Before Dishonor, and he had a TV show and shit. So yeah. So Never mind. Hunter. Yeah. Why the hell did I come up with his name? I don't know. I was thinking about it earlier. I was like, what the fuck do you mean Fred Dreyer? It's... Okay. Total total hack job. Okay. Okay. Well, anyway, we'll call him, uh, we'll just call him Pimp Daddy. We'll call him, we'll, yeah. We'll call, let's he's, just call him Spork. Spork. What there he is. you go. We'll Spork. call him Spork. <laughs> Well, anyway, dickhead one and two and bitch one and two. I'll just call them the four morons. Break into go. the hospital where Peckerwood, number one, has already <laughs> cashed in. He's been taken out. Unfortunately, the dog has two, unfortunately. The dog it's has two. Yeah, they sad. kill the dog, but at least they killed the human, too. Yes. Or at least so you think. So you think, anyway, yeah. And, <laughs> and these four motherfuckers are they're like a 
dumbed down version of the Scooby Gang. Oh my God! That's yeah. You, you got the blonde idiot, the the twitchy fucking so the, the, the hippie so, dude. Yeah. So the blonde girl is the Velma because she's a smart one, and the brunette is the Vel. The she's the Daphne because she's a slut. She's a hoe. Yeah, and then you've got the. Cause you know Daphne was a hoe. Oh yeah, she's a big hoe. You know she'd be working Fred's nuts. Oh yeah, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Even Shaggy's. Uh. Yeah, see, so, uh, there's also a, some sort of subplot where uh, Spork has a uh, a friend that he knows or some kid that he knows from somewhere, and the kid asks him to look for his sister because his sister and some friends went into the hospital and they haven't come out. Oh, yeah, Cato Kalen. Cato Kalen, there you go. Kato Kalen. That's right, yeah. he shows up. Yeah. Uh, and Fred was, or, uh, Spork is like, nah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to go check it out. I'm going home. Look, Honky, you on your own. That's right. And so, Caleb <laughs> oh, so Kalen decides to go and check it out because he's looking for his sister. And uh, yeah, so then you have Pecker with number one who is at the hospital and he's setting <laughs> shit up. And he goes to the third floor and he comes across like some shit, a bear or something. And all, and while he's there, like he he disappears. You don't see him again. And then you get uh, the four douchebags enter the hospital. Yep. And but before you do that, the blonde has some sort of a vision, a real quick vision of somebody throwing keys out the window, and that's all you get. Uh, and then so they're inside, and the, you get the first, I guess, jump scare, I guess you call it. Yeah. Where. Um, mm. And then again, you got to think about it. This is 2005. Jump scare was all the rage. That's still all you the know, rage. You know, 14 years ago. And so they're in there. It's just and not as effective today. That's what it is. People have come to expect it. So that's pretty. It's still pretty effective. You got shitty movies being released that people like because people are simple and well. See the thing is, the, the jump scares need to be more intense and they need to be they need to be timed differently. And not, they always do it at the same kind of trigger points, and I hate that. Yeah, it's way too predictable all the damn time. Uh, and so one of the guys hangs back while the other three walk forward, and then uh, he disappears and. You get this sort of kind of half-assed jump scare where they are going from room to room looking for him. And uh, they stop in one room, and the, the Daphne Ho turns around. And all of a sudden, from behind her, this big-ass clown appears. <laughs> fucking clown. Scares the fuck out of the other two, and it turns out to be the uh, dickhead who lagged behind just to, for a fucking quick scare. I found costumes, man. Yeah. Yeah, he finds costumes. whoop the fucking do It's Halloween. Why? Yeah. I mean, why? Why would you want to go in a hospital? Because there's, there's. It's not like they are setting this up for the public. They are no. sneaking in this place. Yeah, they broke into and it, and their friend broke in ahead of them. I yeah. guess to set up all these fucking booby fucking traps, booby and traps shit. and shit. Then, then, so then you you get the scene where um, Kato Kalen comes across the remains of the dog. <laughs> I love and, it. And the dog, the poor dog, has been skinned. And you see it all. He looks like the failed fly experiment. Yeah. yeah he's, he's, he, he looks almost inside outish. He's in there in the basement, and the Kato Kalen comes across him. And while he's sitting there looking at him, you get this horrible, horrible ghost scene where he, he's looking, and there's a wall right behind where the dog is at. And the ghost sort of floats in, but it looks like it's badly photoshopped in. And it looks like the shadow from the windows of if you ever watched Home Alone and seen the silhouetted things they ha- he had on the train tracks just going in front of the windows, well, it, stiff, no movement. You know, it, just the first the first of it, first part of it actually looks like it looks like one of those uh, one of those ghosts from the Ghost app they had on the phone where you can insert a ghost into any picture yeah. by selecting it. That's what it looks like. And okay. It, and it's it's not the same sort of texture tone as the rest of the film, and so it obviously he, it sticks out. He probably shot he probably shot this motherfucker with a cell phone. I wouldn't doubt it. And and, uh, and then the dog, the dog skin comes to life. Starts to bubble. Or the dog carcass comes to life. He starts to bubble, but what it looks like is from the ground. If if you're looking at it, it looks like somebody's snaking their arm up the yeah. innards of the dog, mm-hmm. as if like they're putting a puppet on their hands. That's that's exactly. I, mean, I think you that's know? what it was because it was a it was a. Uh, it's like uh, the old school puppets, though. Like yeah. Grover you used to get Grover in the sun, and that thing would go all the way down your fucking arm, <laughs> right up the <laughs> yeah. right up the asshole. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So then the dog comes alive, and he shoots it because Kato <laughs> Killen has a gun, and he shoots it, and the dog explodes. Yep. And that's your first indication. That Explodes that's, and you get you get MIB entrails all over the wall, which is so dumb because that's how the rest of the ghosts in this movie are killed. Yes, they 
they get shot and they explode. Ghosts don't. Uh, then, uh, I, I know this is a fictional film. It's not based on anything real. But the fact that they kill the ghost by shooting them and they explode like the vampires from Blade. <laughs> so fucking stupid. Yes. Uber lame. Yes. And anyway, so then um, well now, now I'm doing the anyways. That's okay as long as it's not me. Yeah. Uh, so he, is, he, he, he heads the hell out. And then you get the other four douchebags. Oh, no, I'm sorry. He actually he ends up getting scared by the ghost girl who's in there for some reason and ends up on the third floor which you will notice if you watch this movie this is you know everybody ends up on the third floor yes so the third floor is where all the shit goes down and he finds a uh, part of an id for i guess his girlfriend or something i don't know the fuck it was but he finds it so, and he realizes that they're on the third floor meanwhile the scooby fuck gang end up on the third floor as well <laughs> and <laughs> So, Scooby douche. Yeah. So while they're on the third floor, nothing happens. Absolutely nothing happens. Nothing. Then it cuts back to Kalo, Kalo, Kato, who comes across his sister, who finds her in a room, and she stabs the shit out of him to make sure that he's not a ghost. <laughs> and, like stabs his hand and like, let me see. You got blood. You got blood. Oh, you're not one of them. Yeah. The fuck you talking about, bitch? But she looked like she's cracked out, by the way. Which at this point, yeah, with the ghosts that we've seen so far, there've been some, you know, little girls popping out, and then their eyes glow and shit. Mm-hmm. So basically, if you take, <laughs> <laughs> fuck, okay, <laughs> sorry, go on. If you analyze it further, you will know. Oh my gosh, go on. That, no, I'm just kidding. It's basically a ripoff of Village of the Damned, Evil uh-huh. Dead, The Thing, Halloween, and a Tidy Bowl commercial. So pretty because much, because it's just if if you can f- think of a horror genre movie, you know, a classic movie of any kind. Yeah, they have they've stolen from it. Sampled. It's like a, this is like a shitty horror rap sampler <laughs> sampler tape. <laughs> they be sampling everybody's bass lines and shit. They they taken good movies, parts of good movies, and they made those parts absolutely horrible without make you know yeah they, without they, not improving them at all they they float on the premise without actually you know uh, yeah ouch so then we get a scene where uh you, you start to not realize but i guess you're shown that the blonde that the velma lady has like some sort of like connection to the place or something because she comes across a scene of her mom who looks like she's been burned horribly in a hospital bed and then she turns around and sees one of the other guys who was there coming coming towards her, and he starts bleeding from his head. But then she wakes up, and that scene serves no purpose. Yeah, slightly less mas- masculine Michael Paré type of guy. Yeah, if I, if you know, if I had to describe what he looks like, you know? yeah. And so, so then you get the scene where the slut, the Daphne girl, ends up conning the uh, white blonde's girlfriend into having sex off screen. By the way, may I add, off screen. Yeah. See, here's another failing. Another failing. See, if this was a real good Halloween movie, you would at least get one gratuitous sex scene. That's right. Just one booby shot. See, sex and boobs, man. Yeah. Sex, boobs, and knives, blood, gore, guts. It all kind of goes together. So, <laughs> it, do, it really does. Yeah, it's it supposed does. to. I mean, yeah. it's supposed to. You know, that's, to. That's, that's what you come to expect from horror movies these days. It's like, you got to have something to keep the interest, especially when it's a colossal shit pile like shit we pile. are witnessing here. And so while those two fuck faces are, are over there fucking, you get the blonde <laughs> and then the, the, the wiener loser guy, the Michael Parade looking motherfucker. Uh, they hear a noise, like a banging, and they head towards it. And they get there and they find Peckerwood from earlier hiding in the locker room. <laughs> Yeah. Cowering in a corner. Cowering so. in a corner. They found it. Hey, he ain't dead. Hey, he, whatever. He tells them that the place is really haunted and that they killed his dog and that he's trying to find a way out, but he can't. And they all head back towards the main part of the floor. And while they're there, they they see the clown costume. No, I take it back. Actually, then they don't all they all don't head at the same time. The two fuckers are done fucking. Mm-hmm. They head to the main part of the floor. They find the clown costume on somebody they think it's their friend who had it on earlier yep but right as they're 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 talking to it their friends show up behind them and then they turn around and look and see that the clown costume is actually floating in the air 
all of a sudden maggots and shit start coming yeah, out of the leg Yeah, it starts doing holes. a poltergeist, meat yeah. pushing out of the steak kind of scene, maggots so, and guts and shit. So the mask of this clown costume is just like, it's, it's just like a plastic mask with like a painted on face, and it's yeah. got a goofy clown look. But when it it when they realize there's nobody in it and all this shit starts coming out of it, like the blood and all other shit, it starts to lift up in the air. And when it does, there's a cutaway and a cutback. And when it cuts back, they the mask has changed and there's this evil, evil jagged tooth jagged tooth smile on it. And I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake! I'm like, are you fucking you? You seriously went that way with the fucking mask? <laughs> of course they did. And then a second later, when when. So while that's happening, the parade-looking dude is trying to open up this door that's been uh, boarded up, and, he, and the way he panics, he's like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, and he pulls on one of the handles, and the handle breaks in half, and so it's sticking out. And the the ghost clown rushes Bum at rushes him, his ass. That's right. Pushes him into the piece of handle that's sticking hits out. Hits him like hits him like JJ fucking what? And then falls down. And when it falls down, the mask is back to normal. So there's really no reason to have have had that mask change shape at all. But then Shaggy has managed to be impaled slightly. Yeah. And he's walking around like, oh, my kidney. And so then we, then we, <laughs> yeah. then we come across, then we, then we get this scene that makes just no fucking sense whatsoever. Well, this is where like the quote unquote evil dead part kind this of. This is about halfway it, through you know? and like this is kind where, of. this is where it just completely falls off the rails. Yeah. So the Peckerwood one that they, that they found. <laughs> All of a sudden, starts like melting, like his hand starts melting. Yep. And then his face starts to droop, and he starts to melt, and he's apparently a ghost or something. And they he's hit possessed him. by something. He's like a part spirit, part of whoever. Yeah. And know? there's a scene where they hit him in the head with a fucking pipe, and the pipe goes into his head and stuck there, like it a fucking like sticks. a bad. Like a bad gag hat or something. Exactly. It's fucking stupid. And his eyes are glowing green and, and he's saying some nonsense about them never leaving or something. But then he just, then they shoot him and, and he explodes. explodes. And so, that's where I was like, okay, I am fucking checked out. We were done. I was checked out of this motherfucker. We were done. At that point. So we were on cruise control at this point. We're yeah. only halfway through the movie. Yeah. Only because, halfway. Because here, cause here's what's happening. You are having scene after scene of the exact same stuff. Yeah. There's, there's no progression Dialogue whatsoever. Dialogue sucks. The, the, the effects are shitty. Yeah. I don't care about the, any of the kids. The actual they... blood itself actually looks like blood, but the way it is presented, the way it's done, the gut splatters, this the, is... the, the ghost explosions. I have never wanted a group of white people to die so much faster than I have with this movie. Yes. Just any, all of them, just dead. Just blow up the fucking hospital, call at the end of the movie, please, <laughs> the end. Yes. Done. Fucking done. So then, then, of course, Shaggy Douche... Dickhead number two, whatever, starts freaking the fuck out. He's a completely, they're all completely useless characters, but he's the most useless. And he steals the gun from Cato Canyon, which they run yep. into. And he's, so when the ghost exploded, it got all over the slut girl. All yep. over the slut girl. She, all over Daphne. She's, she's sitting on the floor she's, freaking she's about, out. She, yep, she's freaking out. She's trying to get it sticky. off. She's like, Ugh. And so anyway, so after he takes the gun, the girl I guess stands she up. call it a horror money shot. Yeah, she did yeah, take she, it in the she, face. She got the she got all over actually. <laughs> and he sees her covered in that shit, and he thinks that she's one of them. So then he plow 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 plow. She's sitting there talking plain English. She hasn't done anything, and nope. yeah, caps her ass right in the middle of the forehead. One I shot, mean, he one just, kill. He was, he was ten minutes ago. He was banging her. Now he put a hole in her fucking head. Well, now he's got a fourth hole. He can go after. I, I guess. guess so. So then they managed to wrestle the gun away from him and. They put their friend in a wheelchair, and they're heading towards the elevator to put her in the elevator to go down. I guess they're gonna wheel her out of the hospital. I uh, guess. I mean, she's why fucking, I don't know, but I guess so. Uh, and uh, they end up getting stuck in the elevator, and again, yes, and they end up on the different floor from the other guys. And again, there's this whole stupid scene where, like, they're in the elevator and they're getting. I just, I can't. I'm just, I just can't. No, it's just, none, none of this shit makes any sense like, at nope. all. It, and it does. It jumps around. So it, much. It, it loses it. It kind of had a story going there for a while, and then it just skewed and has become a colostomy bag 
full of little mini scenes that are uncoordinated. Yeah. No, it doesn't seem like there's any direction at this point. Like I said, I think the director either checked out, quit, or he was, he was high. On, he was on his phone the whole time. Or he was in his trailer getting blown. I mean, I have no <laughs> fucking idea. I mean, I, I I have never yelled what is going on so many times in a movie before. Yeah, I, and I literally, what the fuck? I mean, about four or five times at least. I'm like, oh, come on, I really? I cannot follow this shit. So long story short, it turns out that the, the ghosts... Yeah, there's some dude who uh, wanted to get out, and he was in, in the insane asylum. He wanted to get out. He he burned a little girl that was in there. Why a little girl was in there? I don't fucking know. Why why she was on the same ward as a guy, I don't know. But he burned a little girl. Well, he was basically like, if you if like go to the movie Frighteners. Yeah. And what was that, that the evil guy's name? Uh, oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. But, but you know what I mean? The, yeah. the evil spirit guy. Yeah. Well, apparently, this guy is that character. Yeah. And it turns out the older lady who was burning in the bed, the mother type, I don't know if that was the nurse or not. That that was the mother, but the, the nurse, because the nurse didn't burn. That's right. She just, she just, uh, she kept him in there. And so. So Psycho Boy is in there and Ghost of the Nurse is in there keeping yeah, him locked keeping up. Keeping him locked up. That's he, basically her job. He needs to enter a body, possess a body in, in order to get out and he wants to get out and. This whole time, he's keeping these people... He's doing a really shitty job of trying to possess these people. And the projected apparitions are horrible. Yeah. Every time he shows up, he looks like some... He looks like a cheap old 8mm projector, black and white. It looks worse than that, actually. I mean, it looks bad. Like, like Projected onto a screen door. Like Photoshop 1 um, type of a fucking special effects. Anyway, you see... So, she, so Blonde gets these flashbacks of, like... I guess trying to tell the story of what he, what the ghost was and why he wants out, but he doesn't make any fucking sense. Well, you know what makes him mad? Even if they acted this movie well, even if it was done well, even if the the effects were done well, this movie from it, from beginning to end was a complete fucking ripoff. It was nothing but a no. bunch of paper doll shit. Yeah. Clip out of this, clip out of that, clip out of this. And they, they, they put slight little twists on it. They might have yeah. changed it, but all the premises, this shit's all been done before. They took better scenes and devolved them into there shit. There is nothing in this movie that is... In my opinion, original. Yeah, even the pipe in the head thing's been done yep. somewhere. Yeah, yeah, it you has. Know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Matter of fact, Jason had a machete in his head <laughs> and fell the fuck down when it cut his head in half. But this guy here is just, uh. yeah. And so, uh, what's his face? Uh, Blondie. <laughs> what's his face? It's, <laughs> it's like who gives a flying fuck at this point you know so you so you find out that the the nurse who's played by d wallace by the way of um critters howling and uh, et mom et mom yes. hot et mom she's the nurse she was milf been, kitty she's a nurse who's keeping <laughs> keeping the dude inside <laughs> and they are able to so it's a uh, blondie uh Kaylin, and spork are able spork. to are able to escape while the nurse burns the spirit of the guy because she's a spirit, but somehow is able she, to pick up a match. Well, because he'd broken then, into this plane of existence, and he lit her, she lit him on fire somehow, and by burning him, a big explosion happens, and bam, they're both back in spirit world, back in the hospital in its original form with the stupid, bright, ridiculous lights coming through the window, and she's oh like, my God. I'm going to get out of here, blah, 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 and she goes, not, not on, on my, my watch, watch. motherfucker. Click. End of movie. Thank Jesus. Look, we we are paranormal investigators. Yes, and we understand <laughs> that movies have to be have to take liberties. And I, I get that. We get that. It's not an exact science, but the rules they made up for this shit is the rules they made up for this shit are some of the most convoluted. <laughs> ridiculous fucking rules I have ever seen in a ghost movie and they don't even fucking really follow them it looks like it, it just seems like they just kind of make it up as they go along and then they forget to what they made up beforehand it's a real bag of dicks I mean it, it is <laughs> oh. fucking sorry shit like you know and I just I just it it has some funny moments but it has some funny moments in there yep it's got uh, it's it's got gore it does have gore. It's got practical effects. That dog was a practical puppet. That was pretty yeah, cool. That was 
killer um, killer muppet dog killer yeah. muppet dog lots lots of blood in there there's there there's actual ghosts like you see actual ghosts and shit it's mm-hmm. not like you know that last one we saw where we didn't see any fucking thing uh it's um but it's 90 minutes it's way too fucking long it's way too long they could have cut about 15 minutes out of this because there was a lot of long stretches with yeah with useless nonsense. dialogue yeah or just dead space and they're just walking around i mean they they probably should have made it an hour long movie it's almost like they told them hey just walk around here for 10 minutes you know we need we need filler time just walk around Tim. you know open a door poke your hand through the Oh, and we we can't forget about the glory hole in the oh, wall. Oh, the glory hole, the glory they hole. They kept showing death. this fucking hole in the wall. This big, like fucking six inch hole in the wall. Somebody now was... this this had happened earlier, of course. Movie had already ended, but we're gonna go back just a little bit because yeah, yeah. there's a stupid ass hole in the wall, and they kept obsessing with it. So I'm like, mm, you go into a creepy, broke down, infested ass old hospital, and you see a hole in the wall. Hmm, what are you gonna do? I'm gonna put my hand through it. Put my dick in it. So, um... <laughs> Well, that's when Blondie did it. He ended up on the other side of the wall. And it's fucking, you know, it's drywall. Yeah, it's drywall, but he couldn't get out. This this low forehead, useless individual couldn't get his ass out of a drywall room. He literally could could practically walk through it. He literally is, he is one of those that could not punch his way out of a wet paper bag but then that was that was another half decent effect the burnt girl yeah so that that room ends up being it's the room where the um man burnt the little girl and her body is still in there and so but it's locked except for this glory hole and once they figured (laughs) out how to unlock it and they and again doesn't make any fucking sense well they tore the wall apart Right, but but the but the blonde lady had keys. That's true. She found the keys that the nurse had thrown or some shit, whatever. Anyway, uh, she unlocked it. Once she did, it released the spirit of the girl, even though spirits aren't. Because then it showed her in her little red dress, and then she smiled, and poof, gone yeah. or some shit. But spirits aren't bound by fucking brick, no drywall, no you know materials. They... And there was a glory hole. She could have squeezed through it. Yeah, it was definitely big, big enough for her little ass to get in there, and get yep. out of there, and yeah. But that also okay. leads to. Another funny scene where uh, the useless motherfucker, the um, Michael Pere <laughs> wuss guy, he's standing there I love and, it. and like he starts like feeling something on his head and he, he goes to feel his head and like he starts he sees that he's starting to uh, to melt and he, he he's freaking out because he realizes I I guess I'm a ghost and got me sometime I don't know what happened oh, no, oh, no. <laughs> and then but the funny part is. He then gets really mad, and for some reason, because he's mad, he goes to punch the wall. Yeah. When he punches the wall, his fucking hand explodes. <laughs> it's the funniest fucking thing in the movie. It's like, Jesus. And then, bam, he just fucking explodes. And so, they, of course, they shoot his ass, and he explodes, because that's, that's, he's already that's fucked what up. the ghosts he's, do. He's, he's a thing, so they, they waste him. They waste him, yeah. Okay, um, so. So, what's your, what's, your, what's your final review, The shit James? piles over. Like I said, I just want to wish everybody a happy Halloween. Have fun this year. Be safe. Be safe. Watch this movie if you want to. Acting suck. Okay. I mean, was it great? No. There were a few decently, you know, decently delivered lines. Uh-huh. You know? It wasn't the worst acting I've seen by far. Okay. You know, it's going to take a while before we get worse than Cube, in my opinion. Yeah. Script was was uh uh. I'm going to call it plagiarized. <laughs> okay. Because, well, not maybe not the lines themselves. The story the itself, premise, you mean. The story, the story I would was say, plagiarized. was more plagiarized. Yeah. In my opinion. Because of the fact that it had so many similarities to other horror movies. And I cannot stand horror movies that piggyback on greatness. Yeah. For, to try to make a little, you know, try to make a fast buck. Just because agree. you wrap it up in a different wrapper and call it something else doesn't yeah. mean shit. I completely agree with that. You know. It, it, this ain't, you know, this ain't Dr. Pibb. This is Mr. Pibb, motherfucker, oh you know. God. <laughs> Shit like that. Um, the practical effects, eh, not, not great. There, uh, were, there were a lot of also um, digital effects that just looked really bad. I mean, it's too yeah, so it's middle of the road. So, yeah. so overall, this is not the worst movie we've reviewed. No, it's not. I will say that. It's not. At least it did have some death. Yep. Uh, although seriously predictable, nothing really scary about it. Uh, fun to watch, meh. Yeah, not really. No, uh, but you know somebody might like it. We, we I just didn't enjoy it that yeah. much. Uh, would I watch it again? Probably not. So okay. I'm probably going with 
a four turd. All right, four turd. A heavy four turd. Not going to go five because if I ever had to sit through this and watch it with friends and rip on it or something like that, I could probably do that. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm definitely going four turds. That's where you want to share it with people you don't like. <laughs> bring it out on special occasions when you want someone gone from your house. That's right. Oh, check this out. No, yeah. I think I got to go, man. I literally fell asleep. Yes, you A did. A couple of times. Yes, I kind of nodded down. Uh, for yeah. a couple minutes at a whack, I'm like, oh, hey, wait a minute. Yeah. During the slower parts. You could have fallen asleep for like half an hour and you wouldn't have missed shit. Wouldn't have missed a fucking Not thing. A fucking I'd, thing. I'd have woke yeah. up. What happened? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> They're still on the third goddamn floor, so you didn't miss shit. Well, that's all good. Anyway, that's my rundown. Four turds. Four turds. Uh, I pretty much agree with with you on all of your different points. Um, I think... Uh, this movie had at least had some redeeming factors as far as some of the parts were funny, even when they weren't supposed to be. Yeah. But I am going to have to go five on this. Oh, damn. Yeah, this, this, this one is, this is a watch it once and then forget this it. And Pica de la matter. Once we're done recording this, I'm going to go bash my head in the wall so I can <laughs> forget about it because it was, uh, painful. Yes. To sit through. And an hour and a half felt like fucking three hours. I'm not even joking. Yeah, it was. Uh... Normally, when we do these, like when we're watching, uh, I'll kind of like scroll over and look at the time and be like, oh man, half half time's already passed. The movie's already halfway over. That's cool. I did it like three times. Every time I looked over, I swear it was only like 20 fucking minutes. And, and you're like, like, we still got like, 30 minutes of this got shit. An hour of this shit. We still got half an hour of this shit. Fuck this. Can and we just... it, it wouldn't have been so horrible if it had changed up. This so, is the this is the first movie you've ever asked if there's a way we can put it on on trip on double speed. That's right. I say, can we play it on double speed? Double where speed. We can still hear the dialogue. It'd be like Alvin and the Chipmunks we can still in a haunted hospital. Because that's how bad you want to get through this. Fucker, I, right? I wanted to get through it after <laughs> I, halfway because it it like you said it started out with a little bit of promise. I mean, I, we know this is a low grade horror movie anyway. Yeah, yeah. It started out with a certain degree of promise, but it skewed badly. I and it lost its appeal. I actually considered just stopping the movie at about an hour in and saying, let's just fucking fake it our way through. (laughs) (laughs) Because I could not take, I was at the point I could not take a half hour more of this bullshit. Okay. Well, with that all being said, I'd like to thank Nikki again for recommending this movie. You picked a winner, darling, because this one was a real turd fest. It was a piece of shit. Thank you so much. Uh, Folks, Nikki's a great gal. You can find her on Instagram at whisper underscore ma underscore phone she's very cool she loves horror so if you're into horror and you want to talk to somebody real cool she's she's real good person uh all right that being said where can they find us they can find us on facebook you can find us on instagram and you can find us on twitter all right now when you go to search on twitter and instagram you have to put the underscore between the words for a faster search but we should come up under what the suck no matter where you search. We are on the Buzzsprout app now. Yep. And that actually basically puts us out on every, almost every podcast platform there is. Yep. Uh, our, our big main ones, of course, are CastBox, uh, Spotify, iTunes, yeah. shit mm-hmm. like that. Uh, so and then you can there. also find James at? I'm on Facebook, James E. Bishop III. Okay. And you can find me on Instagram, at James Bishop I I I. All right. Yeah. It's supposed to be three, but it's three eyes. So, yeah. You know. So go and, go and follow him, and you can follow, see all of his adventures. Follow me, interact, talk to me. You he know, see to, how things uh, are going. Uh, you know, take a peek into my life. Yeah. You know, he goes on vacation <laughs> a lot, so you can see all the cool vacation photos that he takes when he's out in Colorado. Yep. Um, and all his fun adventures, and then uh, you can follow us on uh, the What to Suck, and uh, then don't look for me because I won't add your ass. So no, nope, Chris, Chris is a he's a social media hating some bitch. I am, I am, I fucking hate it. <laughs> but uh, otherwise, yeah, guys, uh, have a happy Halloween. Be safe Absolutely. out there. Be safe. Have fun. Go trick or treating. Do whatever the fuck you want to do. Just don't hurt anybody. Nope. <laughs> don't don't be back snatching motherfuckers. That shit is not That's cool. Right. <laughs> that shit is not cool. That's yeah. Don't up. be don't be jacking toddlers for no pumpkins. Hey, don't 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 back. I got back snatched when I was twenty five. Don't back snatch anybody. Okay. <laughs> that. that shit is not cool. All right. That shit is fucked up. I was mad. Oh, shit. I, I I had a whole bag of candy and some fucker on a bike took it. <laughs> 
25 years old. That's right. Fucking asshole. Got jacked. Oh, I well. did. So, all right, guys. Well, uh, thanks again for listening to the Halloween special. We'll, uh, we're going to do another one for Christmas. So be on the yes. for that. And, and be ready. Uh, season two is coming. Um, enjoy yeah. this little filler. And we will see you guys in a few weeks. All right, guys. I'm Chris. And if, uh, oh, that's your line. I'm Chris. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see y'all at the next Suckfest. Yeah, I'm James. And if it ain't on What the Suck, it ain't shit. Switching to Geico is a good idea, especially when you consider everything. First off, Geico makes it easy to switch. They have licensed agents available 24-7 online or over the phone. But if it's so easy, you might start thinking everything is easy, even big wave surfing. And it's not. It's actually quite difficult. Well, if you switch to Geico, you could save hundreds on car insurance. And you could keep saving by bundling your motorcycle, boat, and RV, plus your home or renter's insurance. But saving money might lead you to make some questionable purchases, like a 20-foot feather boa. And do you know how hard it is to clean a 20-foot feather boa? Well, they do have an industry-leading mobile app you can use to pay your bill, file and manage a claim, or add a new driver. But when life gets a little easier, it makes you too confident. And you start calling everyone ace. And you're better than that. Well, GEICO has a 97% customer satisfaction rating and has been saving people money for 85 years. It's hard to beat that. But you're right. Switch to GEICO. It's obviously a good idea. Switching to GEICO is a good idea, especially when you consider everything. First off, GEICO makes it easy to switch. They have licensed agents available 24-7 online or over the phone. But if it's so easy, you might start thinking everything is easy, even big wave surfing. And it's not. It's actually quite difficult. Well, if you switch to GEICO, you could save hundreds on car insurance. And you could keep saving by bundling your motorcycle, boat, and RV, plus your home or renter's insurance. But saving money might lead you to make some questionable purchases, like a 20-foot feather boa. And do you know how hard it is to clean a 20-foot feather boa? Well, they do have an industry-leading mobile app you can use to pay your bill, file and manage a claim, or add a new driver. But when life gets a little easier, it makes you too confident. And you start calling everyone ace. And you're better than that. Well, GEICO has a 97% customer satisfaction rating and has been saving people money for 85 years. It's hard to beat that. But you're right. Switch to GEICO. It's obviously a good idea.